Welcome to the Village Fitness Podcast, where we talk about health, fitness, and living a big life in a small town. How are you? Doing great. My name is Mitch Harris, and I'm one of the hosts for your show. The other person sitting across the desk from me is Joey Mandarino. Tell us a little bit about yourself, Joey. All right, so a little bit about me. Um, I My roots are in gymnastics. Uh, I'm currently a coach at Glenmore West High School for the boys' gymnastics team. Um, when I was done with gymnastics, when I graduated high school, I got really into CrossFit and then Olympic weightlifting afterwards. Uh, so that's kind of what I've been delving in the last few years. Um, just a little bit about me. That's awesome. And my name is Mitch Harris. I am uh, the owner of CrossFit Glen Elena, aka Strongbox Fitness. And so during the day, I just teach people how to lift stuff up. Uh, and I'm just a professional at making people uncomfortable. That's, that's mostly what I do. During the days, making people uncomfortable physically, a little bit emotionally, it, it gets it gets pretty a lot of bit emotionally, a lot of bit emotionally. It's pretty emotional in there. And so today, what we're talking about on uh, our podcast here, episode one, by the way, uh, welcome and thank you for listening. Uh, what we're talking about today is uh, the definition of fitness, and we're going to kind of go back through um, a couple different definitions of fitness, and then we'll we'll give you what we think is a, a good practical definition for what you can use to outline your actual workouts, your movement practice, and moving forward with fitness in your life. Uh, So, Joey, do you you remember the definition of fitness as uh, CrossFit defines it? Um, Is it that, is that the functional? No, Uh, no, no, no. Yeah. So it's increased work capacity. Across broad time and mobile domains. Yeah. So what that means to kind of just unpack that is uh, your increased work capacity is can you do a little bit more, a little bit better, has to be measurable. Uh, broad time and modal domains just means like any task that comes out of a hopper. And they have this kind of analogy of if you were to do like a bingo hopper, right? Like you can imagine rolling around the ping pong balls in the bingo, uh, in the, in the, in the bingo hopper. Yeah. And it, any physical task that you could imagine pops up. And you pull one ping pong ball out over the course of 10, 20, 30 different ping pong balls that pop out the person who does best at the majority of those not just one of them not like the person who does the best is by definition the fittest and so you can't see me but i'm doing air quotes around the term (laughs) fittest because that is one useful definition it's just not the only definition right they they look at it more as um are you good at everything Mm. yeah from like a game standpoint right points for doing stuff um, and you could you can go into how they've been handling things lately, where now CrossFit's trying to put a little bit more of a focus on the health aspects versus mm-hmm. just physical capabilities. Yeah, and that's something that was in the original article that I really liked uh, from a CrossFit pers- uh, perspective. That for a while there they didn't really emphasize it, uh, but there's this article we'll link to it in the show notes called uh, "What Is Fitness?" and it was written by Greg Glassman. Um, about defining what fitness is because he came across these other definitions that we're about to talk about and he wasn't very satisfied with them. And so he wrote this awesome article. It kind of launched, it was kind of that like viral thing that you found and read. It's like PDF form. You can find it online. Um, And it defines very logically what he defines fitness. And what he came up with was the the Hopper definition. Can you uh, be good at all these things? But then the other component that they added was age right so there's time which is like 
a time of an event, right? A very short event or a very long event. So you're doing like a one rep max. That would be one thing you need to do well on that, but you also need to be able to like run a marathon. And then the other component was age. Like how long can you do this? So we're seeing that kind of come up in this season of the, the, the CrossFit Games and everything. So if you don't follow it, it's not super necessary. It's just kind of an interesting exploration into what fitness might mean to these people. So we're seeing these, uh, not just the young guns of people who are like 14 all the way up to 35, which is the, like the open division. You've got teenage divisions and open divisions. But then you have master's divisions. Right. And you, 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 you even have some of those master's athletes still competing with the young bucks in the open division. Um, so, for example, Sam Briggs or Josh Bridges, they're much older in their field, but they're still able to hang with those young bucks. And that's a great example of what can you do at an older age. Yeah, and you want to couch that in the expectations that you have for yourself for fitness. Um, so there's, there's uh, the NSCA is this uh, uh, organization that's a national strength conditioning organization. They have another definition of fitness, uh, and that's, without going word for word, it's uh, having enough ability in your physical body to be able to do daily tasks with a reserve for emergency situations. Did you, did you hear that one when you were studying? Um, reserve for emergency situations is is not what I've heard. Oh, really? That's in that's in the definition too. Yeah, that's okay. what I remember from okay. my athletic training classes. Yeah, wow. Day. So, um, can you give can you give an example of that? Yeah. What, so, it, so the uh, so the the idea would be that you can go throughout your daily tasks. You can wake up cook for yourself you don't trip falling into the shower you like <laughs> yeah that's you great get into and out of your car right the classics that you can carry your groceries you can do things that require your physical body to be there and to right you know contract muscles and move your skeleton through space right as like a container for your mind to get places okay uh, but then say you like a cheetah comes out of the woods can you run away from the cheetah? Do you or have like, the reserves to have get some up? reserve ability just in case life demands a little bit more from you? Right. Which is kind of in line with the CrossFit definition. It's like it's similar. You can you can definitely connect the two. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, the, uh, the the cheetah jumping out of the woods is, is kind of what I want to talk about next because that's the the original not original definition but one of the uh, out of the fitness world. Uh, definitions of fitness is uh, just living, like just making it long enough to reproduce. It's like the survival of the fittest type of thing, right. which, which I would actually argue is kind of what the sport of CrossFit is going into, is not necessarily how well people do across all of these activities, but actually who survives long enough to just drag themselves across the finish line. It's like a war of attrition. Right, it's valid. It's it's valid. It's not it's not as authentic or realistic as the survival example, but it it simulates. It's just a simulator, right? Sure. It's a simulator for your ability to survive and make it right. across. When they bring out the lions, in the same way that we did back in Rome in the Colosseum, we'll know that CrossFit has like <laughs> as a sport jumped the shark. Right, right. Or jump the line, whatever it ends up being. Like, when it comes down to, eh, whoever lives 
makes it it's kind of on the line. Yeah, it's on the yeah. line right now. <laughs> so, um, so the Darwinian definition would probably be just like, did you make it far enough in your life to replace yourself with children? With children, like right? That's that's fitness. And I mean, we as as coaches, we like we're not directly involved in that process, but what we want to do is make sure that people are alive long enough to do what they want with their families like have kids make sure that they're like around and able and capable when their kids are growing up and need them right right and prolonging the time before the the cycle repeats itself Mm -hmm. or before those parents have to be taken care of by their kids prolonging that time where you can function on your own yeah stretching out that z-axis of the age domain yes and and function um and we we won't get into the like nuance of defining functional fitness. Yeah, it just depends on the context, and that's kind of how we wanted to couch this uh, discussion. Was in like fitness is dependent on the context, right? Believe, and so. there's there's a lot of different contexts you can look at, and even just looking at the authentic versus unauthentic situations is makes a little bit of a difference in the definition. Or like an obstacle course. Yeah, obstacle course. Dragging a dummy going up (laughs) over an obstacle course. Right. And that was an event at the games, too. Riding a bike on grass. Riding a bike on grass, you know? (laughs) Yeah. So the context is is what we can talk about in terms of uh, what do you want to be able to do. So, so like, I think someone asked Craig Glassman um, when he was watching a football game, uh, are these offensive linemen fit? Like, are they fit? Um, That's... um, well, what did he say? I'd like to comment on what it, he said. Exactly. So, if I remember it correctly, Greg Glassman said, no, they're not fit. Not fit, okay. By this definition. They're strong, they're fast, powerful, but... And this is, like, my absolute favorite answer for everyone who's, like, in the CrossFit space. Like, it's, like, the default. Like, okay, but what's their friend time? What's their friend time? Oh, God. <laughs> so, that's... Now, now that's the problem, is... Now you've put it into a CrossFit context where it's, what is your Fran time? And you can get really good at Fran, but be poor at other things. And so if you ask a lot of other people, they might say that football player is very fit. And so that's why we we layer on the context to it. Because what I'd say is, well, if someone's really good at Fran, but if they get punched by an offensive lineman, it'll cave in their chest. (laughs) <laughs> oh right! And they just could have a big hole where their heart used to be. <coughs> uh, so context is super important because it depends on what you're training for. Right. And so, uh, and that's not to say that you have to be training for a professional athletic thing, but like no, for that task, right, which you would you could even consider that like the NSCA definition of a daily task with extra for emergencies, where maybe the emergency is the guy across from you is just bigger than the guy who's normally across from you. You don't yeah. need to scale that workout. So do you have the fitness? Right. Quote unquote fitness. Right. And you can you can break it down if you want to and say, okay, this football player squats 500 pounds and he can run. Right? Even if it's just a short amount of time of right. running, just Very sprints. over short distances. Right. He's, mm-hmm. He still has different um, different aspects of fitness that are at such a high level compared to even people who are just CrossFit athletes. Right. And something we can get into later at a different episode is um, doing uh, the difference between health 
and performance, right? As both aspects of fitness, but not necessarily the same thing. And so what we see on a normal basis is people who want to get fitter, look better, feel better, right? And go through their day. But that doesn't always correlate to increasing your work capacity, right? There are points in your uh, fitness and in your life where the stress of being able to do more actually takes away from your overall health. Uh, that point is different for each person, but the the underlying thought to that is it's always about the trade-offs that you're making in your fitness. So, so Joey, what are some like practical things that someone can do if they're thinking about fitness being, um, can you do what you want to do? And how much of that can you do it? Right? I kind of wrote my, my notes here. Uh, fitness is what you can do of what you want to do. Yeah, so um, could you ask the question one more time? Yeah. What are some practical applications for someone who's thinking, maybe I just want to get into being a little bit fitter. Maybe I want to apply some of the stuff that I've learned about fitness recently. Like I've seen ads from Orange Theory. I've seen some Facebook ads from this weird CrossFit Glen Ellen place or Strongbox Fitness. Like, <laughs> I don't know what that is. And I want to get started. What should someone do if they are trying to move the needle for their fitness? And they're like, okay, I buy into that. I need to be um, fit over time domains over different aspects of fitness. I need to do that for as long as I can in my life. So um, I would take a step back and the the first thing I would say is I would tell that person to get a coach um, in some form. You know, it can be a, a trainer, uh, a nutritionist, um, a life coach, someone who can kind of guide them and give them a path. Um, now, moving forward from that, once you have a coach, of course, they're going to give you the things you have to do. Um, but depending on your goals, that coach can help you figure out, okay, um, what workouts are we going to do to help increase your fitness? Um, what foods are we going to eat to help increase your health? And then finding a good balance of those to help you reach your goals. So if I come to my coach and say, you know, I, I just want to lose 20 pounds. Your training program is going to look very different from the person who says, I want to be a CrossFit athlete or I want to be a weightlifting athlete. Um, so looking at it from that perspective, it can be so different depending on who you are and what you want. Um, even your diet can change dramatically depending on if you want to be an athlete or if you want to lose weight. Yeah. Um, so the, the path, it, it's hard to say because the path changes for everyone, but I think that's, that's why I said the first thing is to get a coach. So then you have a guide going into everything. Yeah. I think that's a really good point. And it, and it's, it's good to think about what you want. Um, and if I had to like summarize it, you'd probably, this is kind of how I think about it. You want to be like, increase your strength and increase your conditioning yeah. as much as you and the level to which you're going to increase both of those things is going to depend on what those goals are. Um, but if I'm looking for, like, just as an example, as much fitness as I can get, right, as much ability to do my daily tasks with a little bit left over for emergency situations, I want to have a strength reserve, right? So, like, lifting the groceries <coughs> isn't something that I, like, I'm like, oh my God, I did it. <laughs> right. <laughs> this right. was. This was the greatest physical challenge of my <laughs> lifetime. You want to be able to do the, 
kind of just no sweat. Like no sweat for daily physical tasks. And then if it really like hits the fan, you should be able to like, push a car. Right? Like, yeah. So you want to have strength and strength reserve and you want to have conditioning and conditioning reserve. The classic example, like were you breathing heavy after going up two flights of stairs? Right? Like, right. Yes or no. If the answer is yes, got bad news for you. Got bad news for you. Right. right. And the coach is going to know how to get you there um, from your starting point. But if you are just thinking about it in its most basic, I would say that what you want is strength and conditioning. And it would just to break that down, because it's usually, you put them together, like you kind of glue those two words together yep. in a profession. Like, oh, strength and conditioning, great. If you are looking at doing spin classes, yoga, it doesn't matter what your practice looks like, as long as, as it is making you stronger for the things you want and more conditioned for the things right. you want. And I would say if you are not experiencing those gains and there's not a very specific reason why you're not like why you're forgoing those right so if you're a weightlifting athlete conditioning's not at the top of mind you just want a base level so you can recover but if you're like and if you're a cyclist right you do need to be strong right but the definition of strong is going to be very different for that so if yeah. you're not getting strong or conditioned um, you need to have a really good reason why those two things aren't increasing and there are other things like flexibility and other physical attributes that would go yeah. up. But I would say on a base level, strength and conditioning hovers those. Yeah, of course. And um, strength too, you can you can take strength to such a high level. Um, it's good for most people to start that off with a little bit of muscular endurance or yeah. hypertrophy work, which is a, um, a more scientific term, I guess, for bodybuilding. Yeah. Just means muscle growth. Muscle growth, right. So as you build the muscles, increase your joint stability, that'll make it easier for you to develop strength later on as well. Yeah. And that kind of gets into the, like the weeds of where, where to go specifically with program design and coaching and all that jazz. But I, th I think what we're getting at is you, you want to move and you want to breathe. Move you want to make sure that you're moving and breathing. And that was a good, good little summary. Yeah, that's perfect. Of what is fitness? You got to be able to move, right? That's what your brain is for. It's just to move you through your space, move you through your space and get get food. <laughs> and you got to breathe. Yes, it's awesome. So uh, before we go, we are going to chat just a little bit about. Uh, we don't have sponsors. This is episode one. <laughs> we're going to chat a little bit about what we're doing um, at uh, at our gym, uh, CrossFit Glen Ellen, aka Strongbox. Uh, the program that's coming up, we're just starting it on Monday, uh, whenever this episode comes out, April 1st, 2019, we are starting what's called GPP Basics. What is GPP, Joey? GPP is gen General Physical Preparedness? Bingo! Yes. It's General Physical Preparedness. It's, it's basically another way to uh, rehash the definition of fitness that we were talking about. It's general, it's a bunch of different stuff, a lot of things come out we want you to be able to be a lot of things so general physical it is your body in space and preparedness are you ready but what can you do and we are doing gpp basics so we are going back to not the drawing board but we're just getting a little bit less sophisticated with the uh, types of progression that we're doing at our gym we're really excited about it and we're using this gpp basics as a way to shred up for the summer the, the weather is starting to get a little bit better around where we are in glen ellen illinois um, our program, uh, is a strength biased 
CrossFit style program. So we're at CrossFit Point Ellen. Um, if you have done CrossFit Main Site or anything like that, it's probably a little different. We do progressive linear progressive strength training uh, and what are called CrossFit Metcons, uh, or that's your conditioning, right? So our strength and our conditioning. So you can kind of see our biases come out as we are talking about this, but we feel like that covers a lot of bases. Uh, but this is all focused on get mastering the basics, right? Getting strong, breathing well. Anything else you want to say about that? No, that's great. Um, like us, for example, when we're, when we're doing this GPP basics program, uh, we're going to be having upper body days, lower body days, and then a wild card day. Yeah, I love the wild card And days. wild card day is a day to fit in things that we might not hit with the upper or lower body. So that might mean a ton of core work on that day, for example. Um, or it might mean just a longer Metcon. Or it might mean some right. intervals that tag an energy system that we don't work every single day. But we want to touch on and make sure that we cover all the bases. And we didn't go into the kind of finer points of training energy systems in this. We just wanted to give you the overview of you need to be strong, you need to have some type of conditioning. Um, and we have training and beliefs on how to get there, uh, which is what we're doing with our GPP basics. Right, that's perfect. Awesome. So we are signing out. This is episode one of the Village Fitness Podcast. Once again, this is where you learn how to live a big fit life. In a small town. For Joey Mandarino, I'm Mitch Harris signing out.